Welcome to the Friends I View podcast, where Sean and Jose talk about everything under the sun. Visit friendsayview.com for more, unlock exclusive content on Patreon, and catch our videos on YouTube at the Friends I View. Subscribe for weekly episodes and let's explore the world together. Thank you for joining the Friends I View. Uh, as always, this is Sean with my buddy Jose. Hello. Um, obviously check out jubilantbay.com and jubilantbaycoffee.com so that, you know, you can support our podcast. You can all find that the links and everything on friendsiview.com. That makes it easier. Our topic today is kind of loaded, Jose. <laughs> yes. We're out, we're, we're discussing because what we do is we discuss with each other what we're going to talk about. So, you know, so anybody who's wondering how we come up with the topics because I know sometimes they do seem random and you know, obviously as <laughs> I was talking with Jose, you know, we're not meant to be like the professionals or the authorities on any topic, you know, it's true to spread sharing their views on things. Correct. And so what we do is we sit there and we just kind of brainstorm what are we going to talk about and so jose wants to talk about how to make us a better society which is a loaded topic because there's yeah. not many things and challenges and things we can fix most of them will need podcasts themselves but we're gonna, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to start this off because jose jose has been feeling kind of down because nobody says good morning to him so <laughs> so jose good morning buenos dias you know which up for well, the yes, good morning. Yes, you know, for me, it, I don't know, it's more so what I notice when I was growing up doesn't quite often happen anymore, such as just saying good morning or providing a smile. And now, if you provide a smile, people think you have worse or nefarious intentions <laughs> if you're smiling at someone you know and that and it's just a smile hey how's it going you know have a great day you know something like that and should trickle from there you know i would think but it just, just doesn't seem to be happening anymore now i was having this conversation with somebody longer ago um because you know some of our listeners may not know but i live now in colombia the country yes. <laughs> you know uh, this, this is my home. Yes. And so I know, you know, having been about 30 countries, I know a lot of people, uh, often referred to as Americans is not very friendly. Yeah. Because when you, and not all, of course, I mean, there's certain demographics, certain areas where you find usually a little more familiar, mm -hmm. you know, usually in the South and smaller towns and different things. And I explained, it's not that they're not friendly. They said they're very stressed. <laughs> okay. Um, the average person doesn't, you know, you get what? One or two weeks vacation per year. And many Americans don't even take their vacation. Okay. Yeah. Um, you have people working two, three jobs, um, which we kind of touched on the reasoning on our last podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, things are getting astronomically expensive. You know, like we mentioned on our last podcast, <laughs> you know. Yeah, sure. Try not to rehash that. So you just have people just grinding away. 
Okay. And then on top of that, you have these assholes, and I call them assholes. <laughs> okay. Who every time someone smiles at them or even talks to them, they put that crap up on TikTok and Facebook. <laughs> I did the, he smiled at me. He's a predator. And then the next thing you know, this motherfucker who just happened to smile at you is now being labeled because we live in, because especially in the American world, there, okay, so this is the court of public opinion. Yeah, sure. It is. Yeah. And, and every last one of those stupid videos goes uber viral. Every last one of them. Mm -hmm. So, and you always have these idiots in the comments going, yeah, you were victimized. You were victim. Bitch, he just smiled at her. <laughs> now, if you would have gave her a black guy, okay, <laughs> okay. And you see this all the time. And it's like, it's like, who's got time for that shit, really? Who's got time? But, so what you're saying is, as a society, from what I'm gathering, what you're saying is we've become too overly sensitive. It's a lot of things, but yeah, that's definitely a huge part of it. That's what I told you. My background is, it's the least art, but for the big bang. So, cause I'm that shit over. Yeah. It was, cause it, no, no, because what they did was they, and I can't even tell you how it started, but it's like, it's like a badge of honor to be a victim. It's like, yeah. no, 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 no. My I'm wife calls honor. Is for a, a true victim to overcome whatever it is that they overcome. So if somebody was raped or sexually abused or whatever, and they overcome that shit. Woo! Badge of honor. Badge of honor. Yeah. Um. My 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 wife seems to think that a lot of people have victim mentalities nowadays. No, no, it's because it's the social media thing. It's like. You have no self-worth at all. Yeah. So what you do is you're trying to find validity and what some strangers think, but these strangers don't give a shit about you at all. Yeah. So that's and true. all they're doing is going for likes. They're like, I want you to, there's this one, like this video, and I've watched a few of these, but like where people are in gyms. Okay. And they're recording and they're doing their stupid shit in the gym. Okay. And they feel victimized by people walking in front of them. <laughs> they feel victimized <laughs> by people even touching their phone, maybe even looking at them. It's like they're looking at you because you're in a gym break dancing. That's why they're looking at you. Because I would look at you if you're in a gym break dancing. And because that's not the place for it. Yeah, you're right. Okay. And then what they do is they do it for likes and validity, like like, this is how I determine my self-worth. No, your self-worth is determined by things you do to make your world better, whether it be individually or global. Yeah. And I think that's another thing of problematic that we have, is you have too many people trying to address global stuff or over oversimplifying things. Okay. Not actually having their own shit and store. Corrected. Yeah. And so, and I think we're going to go this road with it. <laughs> this talk. <laughs> like, for instance, global warming. Okay. Well, what was known as global warming is now climate change. Okay. 
there you will be hard trust regardless of what your teachers think hard regardless of what your politicians think regardless of what the media says okay you'll be hard dressed to find and we're gonna pick on americans just because we're both <laughs> okay you'll be hard pressed to find an american who's just like you know fuck the environment okay yeah you're gonna be hard pressed to find at least one yeah. okay um, maybe oil executives, they might be the ones who maybe like fuck the environment. Okay. But the average person, when I say average, I'm talking about 99%. Mm-hmm. Utterly that we should take care of our world. Sure. Um, science, the, the thing about science is you also have a problem that I see is where science has become agendized, politicized, etc. Science is all about asking questions and acknowledging you don't have all the answers. That as soon as you figure out something, there's other questions that now have to be asked. So it doesn't matter what it is. Like you could be like the law of gravity. That's something that we have determined to be an absolute fact. Gravity exists. But there's a million questions around that. Sure. Of course. Gravity the same everywhere. Is there ways to go against gravity? <laughs> you know, is there? Yeah. You know. I mean, everyone's, yeah, of course. There's a million questions. So what you find that these groups do, especially like the, the new kids, especially the ones who are blocking traffic, you know, with their blocking gas stations, et cetera, is they're all like, trust the science. Well, the science just isn't complete there. Because you're trying, because we only started, we only started actually doing temperatures about 200 years ago. Okay. The earth is four and a half billion years old. <laughs> humanity, if you go off the creation theory and the earth, okay. humanity came as one, then that means humanity is four and a half billion years old, you know? Sure. But the truth of the matter is nobody knows, but we guesstimate 200, 300,000. Okay. So there's still a lot of data that we just don't know. And you have people just taking the data and going, this is absolutely true. This is true. And it's like, no, there's still a lot of data that we don't have. Now, I'm not saying we should try to find cleaner ways. I'm not mm -hmm. that burning oil is the best possible way to do things. Okay. I think... The hydrogen route is the best route because hydrogen is the most abundant material in the entire universe. Okay. Our planet is 80% water. Mm -hmm. It's H2O. Yeah. The H in that is hydrogen. Sure. Um, the polar ice caps melting, I don't, I don't see... That has a problematic thing because if you look at the science of if I put ice into a glass and I fill the water all the way up to the very top brim and I melt that ice, I, I leave and that I, it doesn't overflow because all it's doing is trading the mass from the solid to the water. Yeah, but doesn't that mass affect the environment itself? makes things hotter when it's supposed to be colder the environment the temperature you see there's it's hard to prove that because you gotta you gotta be honest about things and that's where i find that these groups aren't they're not honest about things okay and when i say honesty this is what i mean we are a carbon 
based plant. Okay. Trees and plants eat carbon. Okay. Every living being, every living animal, every living fish, when they breathe, it's the same exact same thing. They are expending carbon. Okay. Like you and I, we, we leave a carbon footprint by just oh. breathing. Okay. Oxygen, oxygen comes out of all these different things. Oxygen okay. comes from plants and trees and different. When you melt ice, what happens is it expends oxygen and hydrogen. Okay. Okay. It doesn't expend carbon. Carbon is what essentially, and different gases like that essentially is what contributes to, you know, greenhouse effect, if you want. Sure. Um, so it's hard to really go, it's entirely human or, like I said, I am all for not all for Of course. I mean, it's just a little bit. Even just not one person not littering or tossing something out of the car window as they're driving does wonders. And that's the problem with all these groups is that they're not providing solutions. And that's, they're looking at this big thing and they're going, we're going to solve this big problem that we think that we have, that we don't know 100% because the industrial revolution is where we, where a lot of the factories and things and oil and stuff comes in. That was only like 200 years ago too. So okay. it's like, how much, how much of the greenhouse is us, how much is also nature, because nature does volcanoes. Volcanoes put carbon dioxide stuff into the atmosphere, and quite a bit, by the way. And those happen every year. So how, and then things are breathing. So how much is any of these things contributing to us specifically? Mm -hmm. What I can tell you is even if we can't prove that, because that's going to take a while to really prove. What I can prove is throwing bottles in the ocean is probably bad for turtles. Okay, sure. Plastic. Plastics and the ocean is probably bad for fish. Yes. Uh, digging into the ground is probably bad for things. Yeah. Uh, there, There's things that we can, we can do because there's going to be a cost to our innovation okay so because there is a zero sum like i can't have oil unless i drill sure i can't have plastics unless i drill okay i can't have a lot of things unless i do certain things there's going to be a trade-off of course yeah sure with all things and i think as we we get more advanced which is we should get more advanced we need to take an account of different options and different things we can do to maybe make that trade off a little bit less okay like if i if i do a hydrogen i don't really have to drill for hydrogen there's going to be some trade-off but i don't have to drill for hydrogen okay i could grab hydrogen out of the water itself which is desalinization i can do it that way and that provides two options that provides clean water for people yeah as well as hydrogen well like i said it's the most abundant material so it's the smartest route to go i think okay uh picking up trash planting more trees planting more plants maybe getting away from paper 
uh, as we know it, using hemp paper. Because there's a lot of things that hemp plants can actually kind of subsidize. Now, will the quality be the same? I don't know. That's something that we can obviously try to work to. And there's we can do to maybe strengthen things, maybe make it better. But I think probably easier to, to plant or weed <laughs> as yeah, I mean, yeah. plant it better than a tree because tree takes, what, 30, 40, 50, 60 years to fully mature. Where those other plants don't. Yeah. Weed plants, you know, you can do that multiple times a year. Sure. In certain environments. But the problem is these groups, what they do is they look at, and what the new kids do is they look at the, they look at the problems that exist and they acknowledge them, that they exist, that these problems exist. Maybe don't acknowledge that they don't have all the answers. Then they just go screaming in the truth, you know, destroying things, protesting, whatever, all these things. It's like, you need to provide a valid solution try to control what you can control exactly you know try and then try to work with people to make it better because going by force which is what that is going by force it's not going to yield you the benefit which you think it's going to benefit sure you know for me, you know, you know, I always talked about this on on the podcast before. <laughs> what it all boils down to. Honestly, is, I know what you're going to say. Others. I know what you're going to say. You know, this is why I'm gonna, this is why I'm going to because it's not a solid plan. It's a hypothetical, and it's not to talk about what we can do realistically. Yes, but you mentioned. You just mentioned that if we can do things within our power, that we should do that. And within our power is not to throw cigarette butts out of the out of the window of your car. And it happened to me right here in front of my house. There was an Amazon driver. I'm taking my dog out to do his normal business. And I see him toss a cigarette butt right out in front of my house. I wait for that person to deliver what he needed to deliver come back around i said hey and i flagged him down and he picked it up i said this is the reason why you know we have garbage this is the reason why i said why would you you know if you're smoking that's your prerogative do do you do what you need to do but keep it in your vehicle don't toss it out you know especially here in someone in front of someone's home you know, and that's what I said. We should treat others the way we ourselves would like to be treated, and none of these things would happen, in my humble opinion. No, no, no. Sam, think this is the problem that I say this is that some <laughs> don't know how to treat themselves. So if that's the case, they're not going to treat anybody else better. So True. It's a hypothetical. Whereas I'm pointing out direct things that no matter what your moral compass is sure if you could if you start picking up trash at a beach or in a lake or on the side of the road no matter what your moral compass is you're going to make an impact yeah of course oh uh, looking at looking at how we can how we can make things better you know yeah if you're an innovator inventions 
because people do those. They do inventions. Of course. Um, use your social media to not just promote um, twerking videos and victim videos. <laughs> Start promoting what people are innovating. Okay. Put some pressure on businesses. Put pressure on CEOs. Put pressure on politicians because business and politicians are one and the same. They are lovers of the same bed. Sure. Um, I don't care what any politician says, and this is not a political podcast. They're all getting money from every single business out here. Of course, of course. And they're all making decisions based on what gifts and policy and things that they, they received. Even though they're not supposed to. Even though they're not supposed to, they just figured out workarounds. Sure. <laughs> Loopholes, if you want yeah. to put that. Yep. But by putting pressure on them, be like, look, this person made advancements. Yeah. And hydro. Because I remember this one, it was like, it was the most brilliant thing I've seen. I don't know if it was you I told or if it was my father, but he took like a 57 Chevy uh, Chevy truck. Okay. Or maybe even earlier in 57, but it was an old, old Chevy. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a Chevy. It could have been a Chevy. I don't know. Well, it was one of those old trucks. Okay. And he literally converted it to hydrogen, uh, kept in like a V8 engine. Wow. Used hydrogen, and it was as powerful on the track as a car that was on gas. Wow. Okay. And I'm like... Because that was one of the big things about electric cars. It's because prior to Tesla, electric cars sucked. <laughs> and I think it was because nobody was really putting pressure on them to make it. Okay. So they didn't really invest in the tech and the research to try to make it better. Yeah. Do you remember? Like, they yeah, yeah, yeah. horribly bad. It was like, there's no way I'm driving that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Now, now you look at the electric cars now, Tesla's, you got trucks even. Yeah, Mercedes, Beamers, all of them are coming out. Yeah. And they look really good. I just don't think that is the next step. I think that could be an option. Sure. Because it doesn't have to be just one option. It could be multiple options. But I think hydrogen can be a very valid next step. Okay. Because it won't take much more longer than filling up your car at a gas station right now. Mm -hmm. It's just you using gas to power it. Okay. Or however that works. Yeah. Find the guy who made the V8 work that way. That's and I and then purchase his patent or at least whatever work off that patent and make some really great crap from it. You know, they yeah. got some money for what he did. You know. So, I mean, it's really about the issue is, is that people are going to, and I think this is our biggest problem. It boils down to whatever I want, no, you know, it's what I want, not what anybody else wants. Of course. To make our society better, it should require us to do something that we apparently suck at, and that is compromise. Okay. Understand and find solutions. Mm-hmm. Not but it, point. Oh. It, 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 I think it also it also amounts to people actually caring. A lot of people don't care. 
you know, they said, it's not my problem. Let other people take care of that. And it's everyone's problem. I don't think that it's not that they don't care. I mean, there's mm -hmm. obviously people that are like, you know, I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. But the overall amount of people that do care to a level sure. is overwhelming. Like I said, you have a lot of people going, like, you, you saw it during the vaccine, where, like, people are like, trust the science. Yeah. But the, all the information wasn't even there yet, and you want us just to trust the science that was, and as we found out, very politically motivated, very money motivated, and obviously wasn't a good thing. Yeah. You had people, obviously, and we talked about this on the first podcast, I believe. Yeah. None of those people ever apologized. The ones who were attacking people for Yeah. None of them apologized for it. And then the people who were like, trust us, no matter what, if you don't, you don't trust them. They've been proven wrong. Yeah. Catastrophically wrong. There are yeah. people that have died mm -hmm. merely because of it. Yeah. You had, I talked about it on one of the podcasts. Sure. Australian government and Canadian government were like, oh, you had a choice. No, you didn't have a choice. You took yeah. away that choice by saying, um, you're allowing people to fire people if they didn't do it. Yeah, I remember. You took away the choice and none of, them are, none of them are being held accountable. None of them are going to jail, which is where they should go. Yeah. Uh there should be an investigation into that because, like I said, it was you ruined a lot of people's lives. Yeah. There should be what? a thorough investigation into exactly how it started, who was involved, the negative impacts. There should be some kind of restitution yeah. for those who were affected negatively. And the people that were in charge and made these decisions should be held accountable to some level. Now, should they all be in jail? I don't know. I think some people should definitely be in jail. Yeah. Pharmaceutical reps, I, pharmaceutical companies, should, they, should, they should hold some responsibility in the financial aspect. Of course. Now, how, how they should be held accountable as far as the legality, obviously, that would be up to the Supreme Court. That would be up to um, the laws. But I think at some level... They shouldn't be in power if they were responsible, at least. That should be of the problem. We, we need to look into these things. And the problem is you have this mentality still going on of trust us no matter what. <laughs> it's like, no, you need to understand that science is about questioning. Yeah. The moment you stop questioning science, that's the end of innovation. That's the end of intelligence. That's the end of growing. Everything needs to be questioned. Yeah. They still they still test theories right now that have been proven. They still test them. Why? No. Because there's always new data that we test against it. Okay. Will it still be the same? Yeah. You know? So I think a lot of these things, and the, I think this idea that it's my way or the highway yeah, is, I think, our biggest problem. My way or the highway does not work in any situation. And obviously, this is how people are thinking about it, because when you look 
at the reality. In the United States, we talked about this. In the United States, yeah. 50% of marriages end in divorce. And I promise you, if you looked at each of those, if you could, like each of those relationships, there was mm-hmm. a lot of my way or the highway. Or the highway. Yeah. Instead of instead of speaking, this is what I'm thinking, what's your opinion, or what do you think? Yeah. Like, you see it in entry schools, you see it in... Sure. You see it in all these... When you see it in religion, you see it in the trans community, the LGBTQ community, you see it in all these places. Yeah. And... And we need to we need to overcome this my way or highway and understand that there's a level of compromise and understanding that is required for us to be successful together. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing we need to work on. And hopefully we get to it and we start doing it right away before, you know, we reach a certain point where there is no turning back. See, I don't I don't know, like like I moved out of the country, and so the world is different here. So of course, yeah. So there's a perceptional. There's a see. The problem is, is there's a, life is complex. Now, of course, there's a perceptional reality, which is what individual reality is. Okay, and it's how you perceive the world. Of course, because our reality, the way we live our lives, is purely based on our perception of the reality okay and you have eight billion people perceiving their own reality because mm-hmm. there's an objective and subjective reality objective reality is this is what it is regardless of what anything so an objective reality is is there are atoms atoms make up everything that is an objective reality Okay. Doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you're born. Doesn't matter your religion. It doesn't matter. The objective reality is this whole thing is made up of atoms. And inside those atoms is some unexplainable force (laughs) inside those atoms. Okay. As we found out from nuclear power, because if I break an atom in half, an unexplainable amount of force comes out of it. Yeah. Because uh, my dad, as you know, is a was electrical engineer, but worked on nuclear power plants. Yeah, and even they don't even know exactly where that energy comes from. Mm. They understand that it comes from breaking, splitting the atoms. But then you have, you know, the other way around where you're adding things to it, which is yeah. sun does. Uh, so where does energy come from? That is the yeah, it's the logical question. Exactly. Objective reality, but subjective is based on influences, your environment, religions, politics, experiences, different things. We're all walking around with eight eight billion different subjective realities trying to make decisions that will affect everybody's subjective reality. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's a complicated thing. Yeah, because if you got people who their subjective reality is that there's racist everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. And then you have people whose subjective reality is racism is dead. Yeah. And you got these two people making decisions on whether or not racism exists or not. And it's very 
that's where the compromise has to come in because it's going to be hard to persuade. And I use that particular s circumstance. Sure. Because it's so, so extreme. You know? Which should be one of our podcasts in the future, by the way. Racism? <laughs> yeah. But maybe not. That's kind of a complicated uh, podcast. Especially I don't want to become political. I know, I know how we are. We're just expressing our viewpoints. We're expressing yeah. how we feel at the time. So, yeah, okay. We'll see. Like I said, there's a cat outside, a gato. Yes. Who is clearly racist. <laughs> I'm the only white dude. <laughs> Probably one of the five white dudes in Colombia, which I don't mind because <laughs> nobody makes me feel any certain way, like yeah. even remotely different, except for an Amgado. <laughs> just telling you, man, every time I walk by his little ass, he looks at me like, the fuck is this rainbow looking? <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, he just has this look of discontent in his face. So, have I, have I felt racial? Yeah, that damn cat. You know, I mean, it's it's uh, it's another interesting topic that maybe we will tackle. Yeah, you know, like, so I don't know, like, because, like, my perceptual reality is different. Like, my perceptual reality is, obviously... I have friends of all nationalities. Sure. I have dated in all nationalities. Sure. The woman I'm in love with is not white by any stretch of the imagination. Sure. She's Venezuelana. And if and in the Latin world, she's Negro. Yeah. Okay. Um, because they do have Blanco Latin. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They go. In all intents and purposes in the Latin world, she is Negro. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no flaws with with people of different ethnicities. In fact, like I said, I think I've dated three white girls in my life, you know? Yeah. All of them have been African-American, Latin, you know? <laughs> you know, different different versions of Latin, you know? Yeah. I dated a few Jamaicans. Yeah. Like, I have several Dominicans, which are more Negro, and... So I have no qualms with. So when somebody says the world is racist, I just don't see it at all. Like in my perceptional reality, because for me, for me, for me, racism, right? Yeah. Like I'm sure racists exist, just as child pedophiles exist and murderers sure. exist. But in my head, what I think of true racism, okay? I think of like KKK, I think of groups like that where they just, they'll like exterminate you because, you know, you're uh, the color of your skin. Yeah. I think of like Nazis. I think of like, I think of like skinheads. Yeah. where they're, they're killing people off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't consider bias racism. I don't consider bias racism. I don't consider preferences racism. Okay. I consider somebody who like will literally kill you or harm you if they could merely because you are, you know? Sure. And in my forty two years, as far as I'm concerned, I have I have never met a white supremacist. Mm. I have never met anybody like anybody sure. who 
has felt some sort of way against another race, regardless of what race it was. Sure. And I'm not talking about harmless jokes. I'm not talking about different things like that. I'm talking about true, true disgust. I have never met anybody who gave off any kind of vibe that is remotely close to what people, what would be considered true racism. Uh, I mean, I, I've seen biases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In biases, I absolutely see biases. Like there's, there's, there's people close to me. Well, sure. Like maybe because of their generation, maybe they, they don't, they don't see like a white person and a Latin person being together because of their bias. Sure. But neither of these people would want anything bad to happen to you because you were Latin. Gotcha. They wouldn't want you to die because you're Latin. If they did business with you, or they would probably even be your friend. Exactly. It's just back in their day, there were some biases that were created because of what the world was back then. Exactly. Well, since you we started along this topic, you know, of racism, which kind of contributes to the topic that we were discussing today, as far as contributing to a better society, I say we continue with this topic next week and go from there because racism also will contribute to the betterment of society. Well, the absence of, obviously. Or the absence of, of course, yeah. But I haven't figured out how to add it because they redefined what racism is. Sure. And they shouldn't redefined it to try to encompass a whole bunch of things that don't apply because prior to that, that I'd be all for nuking racists. You know, sure. but now, but now they redefine things so much and they label things racism that have nothing to do with racism at all. Sure. It's like, it's like, I can't get behind nuking racists now because anybody could be considered racist because apparently if I shit the wrong way, it's racist. <laughs> Give up. We, it gives us a week to uh, to do a little bit of research on it, and we can go from there. And we can see, do you or I, do you or I agree with the way they have uh, redefined racism? And we can go from there. I'm just going to die like a plan. Right now. My, my, my standpoint now is no. All right. We'll, we'll find out next week. <laughs> we have a great week and we'll talk next week you too buddy alright thank you for joining the friends I view today if you loved our conversation don't forget to hit that subscribe button share with friends and stay tuned for our next episode until then keep the conversation going <laughs>